Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibb, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment news on Britney Spears, Suzanne Summers, Will Smith, Jesse Smollett, Burt Young, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. Not completing high school is more of a social thing than it was an academic thing. Even though all these years have passed, I still had that longing to have my diploma. At age 30, Carissa finished her high school diploma. If you're even considering getting your high school diploma, you can do it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. My name is Hunter Hayes. I know myself and I know my buzzed warning signs. One shot is about knowing my limits or not necessarily knowing my limits. I start with one shot to have a good time. One of the signs that I'm starting to feel a little buzz is when I start solving not only my own problems, but the entire world's problems. When I know I'm going out, I know I'm going to start with calling for a ride. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org slash caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Another edition of That's Entertainment. Um, I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest entertainment news and celebrity news and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. Tell me what you think. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. That's 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Also, like us on Facebook. Just go to facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at thatsentertain1. That's T-H-A-T-S, entertain, and the number 1. You can also follow me on X, which is formerly known as Twitter, at Stiletto14, Stiletto, like the high heel shoe, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, and the number 14. You can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. That's T-J-O-N-E-S-G-I-B-B-S. Right now, the current temperature in the NYs are mostly cloudy, 61 degrees. Before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout-out to all my listeners out there. Thank you for once again for hanging out with me and joining me here on Blog Talk Radio. So how has everyone been? How your week been so far? This week we uh, lost a TV icon, uh, Suzanne Summers. Or who passed away. We're going to be talking about her. Uh, also this week, we're going to be talking about Britney Spears. Uh, she, like other uh, celebrities, has a new memoir out. And uh, she said that she's not going to be doing any television interview like our girl Jada Pinkett Smith. So we're going to tell you more about that. Also, uh, again, Hollywood is mourning Suzanne Summers, the star of the sitcom Three's Company and Step by Step, who died Sunday after a long battle with cancer. I'll tell you some of her celebrity friends who uh, gave her, um, remember her this week. Also, uh, we're going to be talking about Will Smith, uh, how after Jada was promoting her book and about the situation with her and Will, he, after listening to her interviews and, and, and she talking about the book, he finally confessed that it kind of woke him up. I'll tell you more about that. 
Also, uh, actor Jesse Smollett is back in the news. He has just checked himself into an outpatient rehabilitation facility. And we just lost another very well-known actor, Burt Young. He was known for playing Paulie Panino in the Rocky films. He has died. He was 83. And that's just the beginning of the show. So, um, so... You know, uh, if you are just tuning in for the very first time to Death Entertainment Online Radio, I just want to say welcome. Uh, our show has been here on Blog Talk Radio for about 13, 14 plus years now. But if you are been familiar with my show, been tuning in week after week all these years, I'd like to thank you for all your support. Uh, as you notice, uh, we are broadcasting live on Thursdays now. We've been broadcasting on Wednesday afternoon for over 14 plus years. Now we're going to be broadcasting on Thursday evening around 6 p.m. So make sure you follow us on all social media. It will give you a reminder. Again, also here on Blog Talk Radio, it will give you a reminder when I broadcast live. So without further ado, let's talk about uh, Britney Spears. Um, She won't be doing any televised interviews as part of her press tour uh, when her explosive memoir comes out. The singer, uh, who's now 41, decided to steer clear of any on-camera sit-downs in part to stave off invasive questions questions, actually, while uh, promoting The Woman in Me, which hit shelves October 24th. Insiders that are close to Britney, that's what they told TMZ. The the news comes after months of speculation about who among the likes of Oprah Winfrey and 60 Minutes, they might be the first to snag such an opportunity with the pop star following the termination of her conservatorship nearly two years ago. And those Spears' new interview with people which feature her shedding light on the infamous head shaving of 07 has made the digital rounds all week that interviews were reportedly conducted via email. And just last week, the world learned that five-time Oscar nominee Michelle Williams would narrate the audio book rather than Spears herself, who cited the exciting, heart-wrenching, and emotional experience of penning it. Now, just last week... um, I mean, among the the reported revelations from Spears' book and press tour are several allegations about her relationship with fellow Mickey Mouse Club alum Justin Timberlake, who their relationship lasted from 1999 to 2002. Now, the Give Me More singer had claimed that the NSYNC singer not only cheated on her with a fellow celebrity who remained unnamed, but impregnated Spears. And despite her high hopes for a happily ever after with Timberlake, the sexy back singer had different ideas. A conflicted Spears ultimately aborted the baby. Now, those bombshells dropped afterwards uh, that Spears' uh, book goes after Timberlake very hard, and he was not going to be happy as a result. Now... Justin Timberlake said that he's taking the current news cycle in stride. Uh, after Britney had revealed this upcoming memoir, The Woman in Me, and how she mentioned that she became pregnant with Timberlake's baby during the relationship but had the abortion, a source had told people that Je- uh, Justin right now is just focusing on his family with his wife, Jessica Beale and work, including the NSYNC reunion and his upcoming uh, troll movie. Uh, Earlier this week, uh, again, like I said, Spears confirmed this revelation in her book, and she writes that the pregnancy was a surprise but not a tragedy and that she was in love with Timberlake and hoped to eventually have children with him, but he wasn't happy, and he said that they weren't ready to have a baby in their life because they were way too young. Um, but she said that if she would have chosen or made the decision on her own, she would have had the baby. But uh, Justin was so sure that he didn't want to be a father. So she's in. she writes in the memoir that she's describing this experience undergoing the abortion as one of the most agonizing moments in her life. And um, But everything ended up good uh, for her because she ended up having – Children, eventually, uh, she welcomed two sons, Sean 
and Jaden with her ex-husband, Kevin Federline. And she also later, uh, and Justin went on, moved on with his life when he married actress Jessica Biel in 2012. And they have two sons, Silas and Phineas. Um, but she said that starting a family was a dream come true. That's what she told people in an email over the recent cover story. She talked about raising her boys who now live with their dad in Hawaii. Uh, they are still in contact with Spears, and that being a mom was a dream come true. So this upcoming book uh, is everybody's waiting on this book, but um, unlike like Jada, who's really been doing the the rounds as far as press, you know, she's been on people podcasts, she's been on radio shows, she's been on television shows, she's really promoting this book. So um, the much-anticipated memoir of Britney Spears, The Woman in Me, is going to be out on October 24th through Gallery Books, an imprint of Simon & Schuster. And uh, Hollywood is mourning Suzanne Stommers, the star of the sitcom Three's Company and Step by Step, who died Sunday after a long battle with breast cancer. The actor would have celebrated her 77th birthday on Monday, October 16th. Summers was known for her roles as bubbly, dumb, blonde Christy Snow in Three's Company and single mom Carol Foster Lambert in Step by Step. Now, Summers left Three Company in 1980 when her request that she be paid the same as her male co-star, John Ritter, was denied. And after the end of Step by Step in 1998, Summer transitioned to a career in health and beauty, becoming the national spokeswoman for exercise device like the Thigh Master. And over time, she built a fitness empire from TV infomercial and the expansion into e-commerce. She also made an appearance in 2012 on Season 20 of Dancing with the Stars. Now, Fran Dresser, Kathy Griffin, and Barry Manilow are among those who had paid tribute to Summer. SAC after President and the Nanny star Fran Dresser posted a photo of herself and Summers on Instagram, writing, quote, the heaviness of this past week horrors just got worse with the loss of a lost friend, Suzanne Summer. She was a sweet and talented woman, a wife and mother, survivor and thriver for more than two decades, but so sad to say she passed away. Life is very hard. Whenever we can bring joy, love, empathy, and kindness as we move through each day, do it. Rest in peace, dear Suzanne. You will long be remembered. And um, Kathy Griffin, she wrote on threads saying that she was shocked and saddened about Suzanne's passing. She said Suzanne was a real pile and connector. She loved connecting pe- with people with one an- connecting people with one another. And singer-songwriter Barry Manilow, this is what he wrote on Instagram. He said, quote, Suzanne and I were friends for decades. She was the sister I never had and my close confidant forever. I will miss her dearly and hope that she is now out of pain and at peace, unquote. And who can forget her co-star, Joyce DeWitt, who co-starred with Summers on Three Company. Uh, she issued the following statement to People magazine saying, quote, My heart go out to Suzanne's family. They are very close family, deeply connected and caring one to the other. I can only imagine how difficult this time is for all of them. I'm sure Suzanne was greeted by angels into the loving wisdom waiting for all of us on the other side. And I hope that that will assist her family hearts in healing as they travel through this difficult time, unquote. Uh, I, I got to say, um, I used to love Dree's Company. That was my show. I was a big fan of uh, Suzanne Summer, Joyce DeWitt, and especially John Ritter. And, uh, you know, it, the thing about Suzanne Summer, and I remember when she got into all the beauty and health thing, how she even wrote a book about staying healthy and making sure, you know, you don't, you know, watch your diet, make sure you're not putting, you use clean beauty, not putting any poisons in your, on your skin. Uh, she was a, a big, big, big advocate about being healthy and, and things like that, but... um yeah, uh, it's sad that she has succumbed to uh, 
breast cancer. Uh, right now we got 15 minutes after the hour. If you are just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about it, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and that way you will get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you like to know or follow us on social media, make sure you check us out on Facebook at the Facebook.com slash That's Entertainment dot radio. You can also follow us on Twitter at uh, That's Entertain One. That's T H A T S Entertain and the number one. You can also follow me at Stiletto Fourteen. That's S T I L E T T O and the number fourteen. That's on X. I keep I still keep calling it Twitter and also on Instagram at T Jones Gives. I see that we got the chat room now open. If you have a comment about any of the stories, tell me what you think. The call in number is 347 637 2656 and press the number one. That's 347 637 2656 and press the number one. I see Snowman James is in the chat room. Hi, thank you for tuning in. Uh, also, um, this week, we um, Will Smith had an emotional blindness to his wife, Jada Pickett-Smith. The 52-year-old actress had confirmed that she and Will had been living separate lives since 2016, and the I Am Legend star had explained that the confession kind of woke him up to his wife's hidden nu- nu- uh, nuisance, nu- nuances. Um This is what Will said. He said, quote, when you've been with someone for more than half of your life, a sort of emotional blindness set in, and you can all too easily lose your sensitivity to these hidden uh, nuances and subtle beauties. This is what Will said in an email to the New York Times newspaper. The publication reported that the King Richard actor had only now realized that Jada is more resilient, clever, and compassionate then he understood. Jada shock revelation contract with Will public description of the couple relationship. In a TV interview last year, the 55-year-old said that they've never been, there was never any infidelity in their marriage and that Jada and him talked about everything and that they never surprised one another with anything ever. Now, Jada explained that she and Will were figuring out their future after initially divulging the news about their separation. The girl trip star who has children, Jaden Smith and Willow Smith, with her husband, said that they were still figuring it out. Uh, Actor Jesse Smollett has checked himself into an outpatient rehabilitation facility amid an ongoing legal battle regarding a 2019 Chicago hate crime hoax. Smollett was sentenced to 150 days in jail and given 30 months of felony probation after being found guilty of five counts of disorderly conduct in May of 2022. He was also ordered to pay more than $120,000 in restitution to the city of Chicago and was fined $25,000. The B-Boy Blue director, who is identified as gay, was charged for allegedly paying two brothers uh, Abel and Ola, uh, 3,500 to help stage a homophobic and racist attack against him in January of 2019. Now, Smollett was released on bond from uh, county jail six days later. He joined his legal team last month at the Chicago-based First District uh, Appellate Court to argue that anger over the case led to property dismiss charges being improperly restored. A ruling has yet to be made in Smollett's appeal. And Burt Young, known for playing Paulie Panino in the Rocky films, has died. He was 83 years old. The Queen's native uh, daughter, Anne Maria Steingeiser, confirmed that the boxer-turned-actor born Gerald Tommaso DeLuise, or DeLuis died in Los Angeles on October 8th. Now, Rocky star and scribe Sylvester Stallone took to Instagram to mourn his dear friend who scored an Oscar nomination for his role as Paulie, the butcher pal and brother of the Tyler Boxer love interest Adrian, played by Talia Shire. Now, uh, though Rocky served as his breakout in 1976, young uh Films include many noteworthy titles in addition to appearing in the series MASH. 
Young had a role in Chinatown two years prior. His big screen credit include parts in Last Exit to Brooklyn, Mickey Blue Eyes, and Back to School. And on television, he also appeared in The Sopranos, Law and Order, and Walker, Texas Ranger. The Young Legacy include one Academy Award nomination for Best Supporting Actor for the first Rocky. Young reprised the role of Paulie all the way up through the fifth installment of the Rocky franchise. He also appeared in 2006 Rocky Ben Balboa. Now, Young last appeared on screen in 2021, Whack the Dawn, Tomorrow Today, and The Final Code. Young, who was a widower since 1974, is also survived by her brother and grandson. May he rest in peace. New Mexico prosecutors announced Tuesday that they will present a case against Alec Baldwin to a grand jury saying that additional facts have come to light in the shooting death on the set of Rust two years ago. In a statement, special prosecutors Carrie Morrissey and Jason Lewis said they will bring the case to a grand jury within the next two months for consideration of criminal charges. Now, Baldwin's attorney, Luke Nikas, called the decision unfortunate and said he would fight the case in court. Hutchins, the cinematographer on Russ, was killed when Baldwin Colt 45 revolver fired during preparation for a scene at a western ranch set near Santa Fe, New Mexico. Souza, the director, was also injured. Baldwin was denied pulling the, has denied pulling the trigger. And after more than a year of investigation, Baldwin was charged with involuntary manslaughter in January, but the charges were dropped in April on the eve of the preliminary hearing after Baldwin defense lawyer raised doubts about whether the gun was functioning properly. The special prosecutor has since sent the gun for further forensic testing, and at one point they state in the filing that Baldwin would be charged again if, he, if, if it was determined that the gun was functional. Now, a report made public in August concluded that the trigger must have been pulled in order for the weapon to be fired. The film armorer, Hannah Gutierrez, also faced charges of involuntary manslaughter and evidence tampering in the case. She is set to go on trial in February in Santa Fe and faces up to three years in prison if convicted. Now, the, film, um, the, the case suffered through a series of missteps, and the initial charges include a five-year sentence enhancement for use of a firearm, and that enhancement was dropped when it emerged that the law was not on the books at the time of the shooting. And Andrea Rep, the initial special prosecutor, resigned from the case after Baldwin lawyer argued that she could not serve as both a prosecutor and a state lawmaker. Mary Carmack Outwees, the elected Santa Fe district attorney, then withdrew when a judge ruled she could not team with a special prosecutor to handle the case. And just when you thought it was over, I know Alex was like, oh, I thought this was over, it's easy street. No, it's not over. The Billboard Music Awards are returning as a digital award show with the help of Spotify. Dick Clark Production announced that the re-imaging show will air on November 19th across Billboard's social media channels and on the award show official website. Last year, Billboard Music Award aired on NBC. The show typically airs in May, but this year it has taken the November slot, usually reserved for the American Music Awards, also produced by Dick Clark. It is not clear if the AM AMAs will return. Last year's show aired on ABC. Dick Clark said it's partnering, partnering with Spotify to make the event special for fans. And according to a press release, the BBMAs and Spotify had teamed up to identify fans who have consumed the most hours of music over the past year and helped drive their favorite artists to the top spot on the Billboard charts. These fans will receive a golden ticket granting them access to attend a once-in-a-lifetime performance curated by their favorite artists expressly for the 2000. 23 Billboard Music Awards. Nominees or performers will be announced at a later date, but the show is promising that performers and award celebrations will take place in global locations in the midst of sold-out tours and in custom venues, all with bespoke BBMA's creative. Right now, we have here 25 minutes after the hour. Uh, coming up... 
we're going to be talking about uh, Netflix. They just, uh, we were just talking about Sylvester Stallone earlier. Well, Netflix is getting ready to release a trailer for his upcoming documentary. I'll tell you about it. And Gwyneth Paltrow says she is tired of living under the spotlight. I'll tell you what she means by that. And John Bon Jovi will be honored at Music Care Person of the Year ahead of the 2024 Grammy Awards. And the Late Show is coming out of CBS rotation at least until next week as host Stephen Colbert recovers from a COVID-19 diagnosis. And there might be a talk about the first black Barbie doll coming to Netflix via Shondaland. All those stories and more coming up after the break, so don't you dare go anywhere. Entertainment, your number one source for entertainment news and pop culture with me, your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on blogtalkradio.com. 
Now we have here uh, 29 minutes left remaining in the show. That was music from Victoria Monet and On My Mama. Uh, Victoria Monet is going to be on Stephen Colbert tonight. She's been touring uh, the country. She's been doing her tour thing. And uh, I think she just put in a Grammy nomination for this song. So uh, wish her luck. Uh, Speaking about uh, Stephen Colbert, the late show is coming out of CBS rotation, at least until next week, as host Stephen Colbert recovers from a COVID-19 diagnose. The comedian late-night host on Wednesday shared the news that he will be out and unable to tape for the remainder of the week uh, via X, the platform formerly known as Twitter. The show pivoted to its uh, pandemic-era virtual style earlier this week, with Colbert performing his monologue from his home after news initially broke of his diagnose. Jada Pickett-Smith, who is doing the press rounds to promote her new memoir, Worthy, and comedian Ricky Velez both appeared during Monday's episode. Other guests originally scheduled for this week include Rachel Maddow, original members of The Talking Heads, and Keegan Mike and Key, Michael Key alongside wife and producer L. Key. The Late Show former band leader and Grammy-winning artist John Baptiste was also slated to appear. If the series returned next week, Daniel Radcliffe, Jonathan Groff, uh, Lindsay Mendez, and musician Arlo Parks are expected to appear. COVID was also behind another recent late-night cancellation, the Strike Force live event, which was set to feature Colbert, Jimmy Fallon, and Jimmy Kimmel in Las Vegas last month. At the time, Kimmel announced he had contracted COVID-19. Uh, Netflix it, uh, released a trailer for its upcoming Sylvester Stallone documentary titled Sly. The project follows the filmmaker's 50-year career in Hollywood from Rocky to Rambo to The Expendables. This retrospective documentary offered an intimate look at the Oscar-nominated actor, writer, director, producer, paralleling his inspirational underdog story with the undeliable character he has brought to light. The trailer focused on the 77-year-old unlikely career in a documentary by Tom Zimney, um, who also did uh, Springsteen's on Broadway. The rejection was uh, his encouragement. That's what he said. And he said, quote, I'm in the, in the hope business, unquote. The documentary also discusses his struggles to hold his family together. And Stallone previously candidly discussed his life and career in a Hollywood Reporter cover story last year. The documentary follows Stallone's friend and former box office rival Arnold Schwarzenegger having a self-titled documentary, Arnold, on Netflix. Slide made its world premiere at the Toronto International Film Festival and will release globally on Netflix on November 3rd. And uh, Gwyneth Paltrow says she is tired of living under the spotlight, so she's ready to disappear from public life once she sells her wellness company, uh, Goop. The Iron Man actress opened up about her plan in a bustle cover story published on October 18th. And this is what she says. This is what the 51-year-old shared in the interview. She said, um, we're not ready to sell yet. I need a few more years. Uh, she also added that she would be happy with the idea of making a big exit once she turns 55 in 2027. She also said, quote, I will literally disappear from public life. No one ever see me again. This is what the ex-wife of singer Chris Martin said. Now, Gwyneth claims she doesn't find pleasure in her celebrity status. Instead, she enjoys creating, collaborating, being struck with new ideas, innovating, thinking ahead, strategy, vision, that kind of thing. And despite being a businesswoman, Gwyneth says she is not a money-oriented person. In July of 2022, Gwyneth revealed that she quit acting to focus on her company. Gwyneth launched Goop as a weekly newsletter in 2008. She has since gone on to build it into a major lifestyle branding, selling Goop Clean cosmetics and candles as well as other brands, and even branching out into a Netflix documentary series. And John Bon Jovi will be honored as Music Care Person of the Year ahead of the 2024 Grammy Awards. Music Care uh, announced this on Thursday that artists will pay tribute to the Bon Jovi frontman with live performances at the Los Angeles Convention Center on February 2nd, 2024. The event takes place two days before the Grammys air live from Crypto.com Arena. 
and performers will be announced at a later date. The 61-year-old rocker has won one Grammy Award and earned 11 nominations. His band has logged 10 top 10 hits on the Billboard Hot 100, including number one successes like Living on a Prayer, You Give Love a Bad Name, Bad Medicine, and I'll Be There for You. Bon Jovi is the 33rd recipient of the Person of the Year honor. Proceeds from the event will provide essential support for Music Cares, the charity that offers health and human services to music professionals from physical and mental health aid to addiction recovery, prevented clinic support, unforeseen personal emergencies, and disaster relief. Bon Jovi will be honored for his musical achievement and philanthropic work, including his John John Bon Jovi Soul Foundation, which he launched in 2006 to disrupt the cycle of hunger, poverty, and homelessness. Others who have been named Person of the Year include Aretha Franklin, Dolly Parton, Tony Bennett, Quincy Jones, Fleetwood Mac, Joni Mitchell, Lionel Richie, Bruce Springsteen, Bob Dylan, and Carole King. At Greta Gerwig's Barbie film, it has caused a worldwide buzz. A new docufilm based on the untold story of the first black Barbie doll is coming to Netflix via Shondaland. Produced and directed by Lagaria Davis, Black Barbie, a documentary celebrating the momentous impact that three black women, Bula, Mae Mitchell, Kitty Black Perkins, and Stacey McBride Irby, working at Mattel, had on, had on the evolution of the Barbie brand as we know it. <coughs> Excuse me. The synopsis reads, through this charismatic insider story, the documentary tells the story of how the first black Barbie came to be in 1980, examining the importance of representation and how dolls can be crucial to the formation of identity and imagination. And although an official trailer is unavailable as a publication, the previous clip of the doc was shown at X. SXX, I'm sorry, SXSW2023. Now, Rhymes, along with Betsy Beers for Shonda Land, uh, Grace Lay, and uh, Summerly Montano for Lindley Production, Camilla Hall for Lady and Birds Film, have executive produced the forthcoming Netflix special. Aaliyah Williams also served as producer. Now, the girl, the girl wig film has shown a more bubbly, bright side of the Mattel doll and its impact on the toy industry. Viewers will also get to see another untold story of Barbie's history. As of now, the premiere date has not been announced. And last year, Kevin Hart and Chris Rock embarked on their Rock Hard Only Headliners Allow comedy tour and will now give viewers a look behind the scenes. Netflix has announced the comedian comedy documentary Kevin Hart and Chris Rock Headliners Only coming to the streaming platform in December. Per a press release, the doc highlights the comedians' journeys as they tour together while sharing firsthand accounts of their early lives, struggles, triumphs, and their unbreakable brotherhood. The Netflix special is directed by Rashida Harper with production from Kevin Hart, Chris Rock, Brian Smiley, Luke Kelly Klein, Malcolm Spellman, and Rashidi Harper. The actor, businessman, and comedian show his admiration for Rock on another level. When, he, get this, he bought a goat to their Madison Square Garden show last year. Heart and Rock headliner only documentary premieres on Netflix December 12th. And Showtime um, sports programming, vertical Showtime sports, will be shutting down years end in light of budget cuts amid the network increase focus on streaming. On Tuesday, October 17, news of Showtime Sport pending closure was announced, confirming mounting speculation that the brand, which specialized in programming revolving around boxing, was in danger of becoming extinct. The announcement of Showtime Sports ends comes a year after the network longtime CEO David Nevins departed from the company in 2022, which many took as a signal of a possible uncertainty for the brand's future.
Nevins was replaced by Chris McCarthy, who helped usher the network into its partnership with MTV Entertainment Studios, which was rebranded as Paramount Plus with Showtime as a subsidiary. Showtime Sports was launched in 1986 and has aired some of the biggest boxing matches in modern history, most notable Floyd Mayweather Jr. class with Manny Pacquiao, uh, and in, uh, in 2016, that was in 2016, and his bout against MMA champion Conor McGregor in 2017. Idris Elba is set to produce and narrate the National Geographic docuseries The Color of Victory, His- Heroes of World War II. The product, which will, produ- will be produced by October Film and the actors Green Door Pictures, will cover unsung heroes of color at Dunkirk, Pearl Harbor, and D-Day during the Second World War, and the 51-year-old is looking forward to shining a spotlight on their stories. Speaking to Deadline Idris, whose grandfather fought in the war, told how he was pitched the documentary when October showed him a photo of soldiers from the war and asked, what do you think is missing from these pictures? Uh, The Luther Star replied, of course, people of color, and he realized he didn't know any stories about them from World War II. So he felt like this is genuinely fresh and original way into a perennial uh, subject. Now, each episode of the program will focus on three specific people via premium dramatization, character portraits, and archive material. Now, Idris will also highlight how their experiences of war directly influenced the post-war movement for freedom and equality for people of color all over the globe. Previously, the Molly Game actor has worked with National Geographic for 2013 King of Speed, which showed the history of underground racing and how the need for speed impacted the modern motorsport world. Right now, we have 17 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another music break, and when I come back, I'll give you the last remaining stories of the day, so don't go anywhere. Thank you. 
That was Chris Brown in Summer Too Hot. Right now we got 14 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the day, Kanye West revealed in text to Elon Musk that he has signs of autism and asked a friend to publicly share screenshots of those texts on social media. The hip-hop artist formerly known as Ye gave accused rapist Ian Connor permission to post screenshots of messages sent to the controversial business mogul. In 2002, West family survived a near-fatal car crash, which resulted in his breakthrough debut through the wire in which he rapped with his broken jaw wired shut. His job. Year later, uh, years later, in 2018, the Yeezy designer revealed that he had been diagnosed with bipolar disorder. However, near the end of last year, Ye alleged he was mentally misdiagnosed following a career derailing spiral that included a failed presidential run, the end of his marriage to Kim Kardashian, a White Lives Matter fashion show faux pas, and a series of anti Semitic rants. He claimed he was nearly drugged out of his mind to make him a manageable, well-behaved celebrity. In West's text to Musk, he went on to say that Kardashian was keeping their four children from them. Connor, a fashion model turned creative consultant, also shared a text of West telling him to get the screenshots out to the public as he has lost almost all his social media accounts. At the time that Connor shared the messages, it appeared that Musk had not responded to West. Uh, Travis Scott has left his fans disappointed following his postponement of his recent Utopia Circus Maximus Tour concert. The sicko mode rapper put his show on hold only a few hours before his performance on stage in Raleigh would have started. On Saturday, October 14, the unfortunate news was announced by venue PNC Arena in North Carolina, where the 32-year-old hip-hop artist show was supposed to take place, and over a white paper on the venue door the message read tonight Travis show concert at PNC arena had been postponed now fans were uh, encouraged to hold on to their tickets that they will be honored for the to be announced a new date uh, they did apologize for any inconvenience, and they uh, they also, in addition, an announcement at the arena said that the gig was put on hold because of reason beyond their control. However, Travis and his team have not issued a statement to address the matter and have not announced a rescheduled date. Many Travis fans were not aware of the last-minute change before they arrived at the venue and read the announcement themselves. The concert would have been Travis' third show for his Utopia Circus Maximus tour. He held the second one at the same venue as his third in Raleigh, North Carolina. The second gig, which was held on Friday, October 13, was also put on hold, though only for several hours. It eventually took place with a packed audience and received high demand, leading him and his team to create another one on the next day. Ahead of his Friday performance, the father of Kylie Jenner's two children expressed his excitement and made use of X, formerly known as Twitter, to share it with his fans. Madonna is reportedly facing a $300,000 pound fine after she breached an ultra-strict show curfew on the second night of her world tour. The Queen of Pop was forced to cut her uh, set short on Sunday, October 15, after technical issues hit her concert at London's O2 Arena. But The Sun had reported she still overran the 10.30 p.m. curfew by 30 minutes, which could land her with a $300,000 penalty. Uh, it said she didn't make it on stage until 3, 9 p.m. on Sunday after she performed a 140-minute set on Saturday night as she launched her much-anticipated much Celebration World Tour, which was delayed after the singer was hit by a serious bacterial infection in the summer. But on Sunday, she didn't make it on stage until 9 p.m., and with the concert ending at 11 p.m. amid warning, fans may miss the, the last Two, train, two Trains Home, hits included Like a Virgin and Celebration was axed as a result, leaving concert goers livid. Curfew rules from the O2 operators, AEG, and Transport for London include fines of £10,000 a minute for shows that overrun. The Sun reported Greenwich Council said its midnight curfew was not broken with a spokesman, uh, spokesman telling the newspaper that, quote, we do not intend to investigate. 
Madonna told fans on the first night of her tour she feared she wouldn't make it after the hospitalization that sparked the show being postponed. And after recovering from her illness at home in New York, Madonna told fans she was rescheduling her world tour in October. There has been reports the singer had been exhausting herself in rehearsal for the shows, but before they were relaunched, it, uh, they, it, it was reported uh, she was in top health. And uh, Ariana Grande is working on new music. If a new report is to be believed, the Seven Ring Songstress have been working on her seventh album, which will be a follow-up to her 2020 record, Positioned. Revealing the news was page six. Sources told the outlet that the 30-year-old initially wanted to focus on her energy on her new movie, Wicked, before going back into the recording studio. However, due to the SAG-AFTRA strike, the production was paused. It prompted Ariana to use her free time to create new music, and according to the sources, she has been hard at work with producer Mac Martin in New York recording her new project. And of the release date for the new set, the informant uh, said that uh, Ariana doesn't know when she wants to release an album, as she wants to be respectful of the timeline for Wicked. The source also added that she originally didn't want to do any music at all until after the film was released. The news arrived a few weeks after Ariana finalized her divorce from Dalton Gomez. The now exes reportedly filed the terms of their settlement to the Los Angeles Superior Court on October 8th, and after their split was first revealed in July, it was reported that Ariana has been dating her wicked co-star Ethan Slater. Ethan himself is currently in the middle of a divorce with his estranged wife, Lily J. And Pink fans holding tickets for her Tacoma show will have to wait a little longer to watch her perform live. The singer had been forced to postpone two of her upcoming shows in Washington due to a family medical emergency that required immediate attention. The 44-year-old mother of two took to Instagram on Monday, October 16th, to inform her followers about the unfortunate situation and express her apologies. On the reason why the Just Give Me a Reason songstress wrote, she said, quote, family medical issues require our immediate attention. She added that Live Nation is working on future dates to reschedule. Details of the family medical emergency are currently unknown, but fans have shown sympathy and supported her decision to postpone her shows. Pink is currently in the midst of her summer uh, carnival tour, which is slated to have over 20 more shows before concluding in Townsville, Australia in the spring. She previously postponed her show in Arlington, Texas from September 29th to November 26th due to a sinus infection. And T.I. has accomplished a lot in his lengthy rap career and is ready to ride off into the sunset. That's right. The Atlanta rapper recently revealed that his final album will be a double album with NBA Youngboy feature on the lead single. The 43-year-old artist made the announcement on We in Miami podcast on Monday, October 16th. And this is what T.I. said. He said, quote, it's time to evolve beyond a career as a rapper. This is what he told the host before showing love to everyone who is carrying the torch and pushing the culture forward. Tip revealed that his final album will be titled Kill the King and the B-side will be titled Kiss the King. As for the track with Young Boy, the Atlanta actor stated that the song would be something neither of their fans would expect from them. While T.I. announcing his final album may be bittersweet, he had another project to answer for in the form of his a collaborative project with Booty Badass. The project was initially announced in September of 2022, but the dual relationship became tense after Bootsy canceled the project and called the collaborator a snitch. They eventually let bygones be bygones, per the two being spotted together this past April, but the project still had yet to come out. Kill the King will mark T.I.'s first album since 2020, The Libra. The 20-song LP featured 21 Savage, Little Baby, Young Thug, Killer Mike, Jeremiah, and more. He has been on the active feature run in 2023, linking up with artists like Trey Day's Truth, Jay Burner, DJ Drama, Wiz Khalifa, Simba, Currency, Jermaine Dupri, and more. And Wale has been relatively 
relatively dormant on the music front for nearly two years, and that's about to officially change. This Friday, October 20th, the PG County rapper surprised fans with an announcement on Tuesday confirming he will be dropping new music this week and breaking his silence. It's worth noting that the rapper wiped his entire feed clean on the latter platform, signaling a new chapter in his music career. And although it's been a while since fans have received a solo release from Wale, the DMV spitter kept his pen in motion in the meantime with guest appearances. Following the announcement, the reception on X had been overwhelmingly positive. Many users implied that Wale is going to provide the genuine bars that the game has been lacking as of lately. Wale's last full-length release was Florin 2, which made landfall on October 22, 2021. The LP boasted features from Rick Ross, Jamie Foxx, Sean Stockman, Little Chris, and more. It was led by his singles Angels with Chris Brown and Poke It Out with J. Cole. Revisit the album below. Uh, uh, the album is supposed to be, well, the new release for this album is going to be this Friday. So that's to look out for it this Friday on October 20th. And the highly anticipated BTS concert documentary is coming soon and is set to play exclusively on Prime Video. According to Variety, BTS Yet to Come will launch on November 19 in 240 countries and include 19 performances of the boy band hit tracks, including Dynamite, Butter, Run, Mic Drop, and Yet to Come, The Most Beautiful Moment. The film will also include speeches, extensive stage design, and a firework display from the concert, which was originally filmed in South Korean city Busan in October of last year in support of its bid to host the 2030 World Expo. And with approximately 50,000 people actually in attendance of the, the Asian main stadium, the concert was also live streamed on Weavers, the fan platform operated by Hive. The film, which is produced by Hive, CJ40 Plex, and Trifagar Releasing, follows the release of BTS Disney Plus concert film, BTS Permission to Dance on Stage LA, which was filmed at SoFi Stadium in November of 2021. The band also released BTS Monuments Beyond the Star, which documented the band's rise to fame. Uh, BTS members RM, Jungkook, Jen, J-Hope, V, Jimin, and Sugar announced in June of 2022 that they would take a temporary hiatus. The agency Hive clarified that the group will take some time to express their individuality through the release of solo albums and collaboration with other artists. Their label then revealed in October that all seven members of the K-pop supergroup would carry out their mandatory military duty, an announcement that came like shortly after the band's free concert in Busan, but would reunite in the future. Uh, since the announcement, Jen and J-Hope have enlisted in the South Korean military for mandatory service, with Sugar being the latest member to enlist. In September, big hit music wrote announcement of... Uh, announced in a statement on Reverb that Sugar, who recently concluded his uh, August D track in support of his debut album D-Day, would begin his required service on September 22nd. And uh, Liam Payne has been temporarily prohibited from driving following a speeding conviction handed down by U.K. courts and this is according to multiple reports. The former One Direction star is banned from getting behind the wheel for six months by Lavender Hill Magistrate Court in London as a result of a speeding incident that occurred in February. Payne was seen at the time driving a Ford pickup truck in the Shepherd Bush neighborhood of London when he was going 43 miles per hour in a 30-mile-per-hour zone. In addition to the driving ban, Payne had to pay a uh, monetary fine. Uh, the singer was not required to appear in court. Now, Payne, in a message to the court, wrote that he did not realize the speed limit and apologized for speeding. And uh, People Magazine did reach out to his representative as well as the U.K. Ministry of Justice for comment, but they never responded. The singer last made headlines in August when he had to cancel his South American tour due to a serious kidney infection. Payne and his team have not made any announcements regarding his rescheduled tour dates in the wake of the cancellation. Well, um, also the MTV Europe Music Award was set to be held in Paris on November 5th are no longer going forward this year out of the abundance of 
caution. Uh, this is what a statement from a Paramount spokesperson read. Uh, Given the voluntary world event, they have decided not to move forward with the 2023 MTV EMAs out of the caution of the thousand employees, crew members, artists, fans, and partners who travel from corner, all corners of the world to bring the show to life. The MTV EMAs are on the actual celebration of global music, and as they watch the devastating events in Israel and Gaza continue to unfold, this does not feel like a moment for global celebration. And with thousands of lives already lost, it's a moment of mourning, and they look forward to hosting the award show again in November of 2024. Uh, the award show had just announced its full lineup on Tuesday, which included performers from BTS Jungkook, Renee Rapp, Sabrina Carpenter, Coy LeRae, David Guetta, Kid Leroy, and so many more. And the EMAs were set to, re- to broadcast on MTV in more than 150 countries, as well as stream on Pluto TV and Paramount+. Plus. Well, that's going to do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. Make sure you stay safe, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.